Hey everyone, it's Paul Ward here and welcome to another edition of Farm Talk. I'm so excited today because we have Rick Schrader, president of Many Mansions. Rick, welcome to the show. Thank you. And this episode is brought to you by Escrow Hub and The Money Store. So Rick, as the president of Many Mansions, uh, what is the, uh, the mission of the organization? Yeah, Many Mansions is a nonprofit affordable housing and service provider. So we're a California nonprofit organization with a focus on developing and managing affordable housing properties for persons and families that are low income, and at the same time providing on-site uh, what we call life-enriching services for them. Okay, and how many uh, facilities uh, does the organization uh, have throughout Southern California? In Ventura County, we have 16 affordable housing communities uh, with 538 units of, res of restricted affordable housing. Okay, and then also Los Angeles County as well? Yes, we have three properties currently in development okay. in Los Angeles. Okay, and um, this facility is, is beautiful. I mean, it's not what you would stereotypically think of as you know, homeless housing. When you walk around, it's beautifully landscaped. It's kind of got a Spanish style, tile roofs. Um, it's just, it's actually more beautiful than some of the surrounding properties. It actually is. Yeah, we're sitting here in Ormond Beach Villas, which mm -hmm. is 60 units of affordable housing expressly for veterans. Some veterans uh, with disabilities, some veterans that were homeless. Mm -hmm. But really all of our, our affordable housing is really well-constructed, beautiful apartment complexes. Mm -hmm. And you know, I used to say that uh, you can never tell the difference between an affordable housing apartment next to an apartment that's, uh, that wasn't affordable housing. But actually, that's not true. Mm -hmm. uh, you can tell the difference. Mm -hmm. uh, the affordable housing is probably better constructed, better maintained, cleaner, quieter. Mm -hmm. So actually, um, I think there's some old misconceptions of affordable housing from the 1960s and 70s of high, of tall buildings that are just crammed with people, but that's not today's affordable housing. These are very nice quality apartment complexes. Yeah, you can definitely tell that there was pride put into the, into the facilities when they were, when they were constructed. Yeah, and I think as, as I mentioned to you earlier, uh, this particular property, Ormond Beach Villas, actually won uh, the housing, affordable housing development of the year for 2020, that's, last year. That's so. incredible. Out of all the nonprofit groups that construct affordable housing and all the facilities. In Southern California, correct. That's great. Congratulations. Yeah. How has many mansions evolved over the years? Uh, quite a bit, uh, quite a bit. I first became as, uh, involved in many mansions in the 1990s as a volunteer then as a member of the board of directors, and then as president on staff in 2002. Uh, back then, we were a very local organization. Uh, when I first got started with them, we only had two properties, all in Thousand Oaks, and our focus was really on developing properties in Thousand Oaks. Mm -hmm. Since that time, we've expanded throughout Ventura County and now into Los Angeles County. Um, the properties that we develop now are mainly supportive properties, supportive housing, housing for people with disabilities, mm -hmm. or people that were formerly homeless, and we do our own property management and our own services. So we've grown as an organization. Uh, when I started, we had maybe 20 employees, and now we have close to 80. Wow. So we, we've grown quite a bit. 
Uh, but really, I think our mission and our commitment to our residents has never really changed. Mm -hmm. uh, we've always want to take people that need housing the most and do what we can so mm -hmm. that, that they can live a, a, a wonderful life and mm -hmm. thrive in, in, in the community. And how is the organization funded? I mean, these folks are low income, the mm -hmm. rents are reduced. Yeah. yeah. Um, how, how, do, how do you get your funds? Well, our funding in terms of developing property comes from a lot of different sources. Mm -hmm. It comes from just borrowing money from mm -hmm. loans, mm -hmm. uh, state and federal programs that also loan money, but you don't have to pay them back right away. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes there's investors, actually, through a tax credit program. Mm -hmm. So going into a property that's part of our, our long process of getting enough money to build the project, this project that we're here, Norman Beach Villas, costs $20 million. Uh, but once we receive that money and we build the property, uh, each property generally sustains itself. Even though the rents are very low, mm -hmm. uh, the operating costs are also pretty low. Our residents do pay rent, mm -hmm. uh, but again, at an affordable level. So generally, the properties sustain themselves. As an organization, we raise money by donations, by grants, uh, by managing properties, um, by all sorts of other uh, ways, mm -hmm. by developing the properties. So we get, we get our funding through a variety of sources. But the properties themselves generally are able to s sustain themselves. Gotcha. And I heard that you're about to house uh, 49 homeless veterans that are currently on yeah, the streets. Yeah, we have, we have a project in, in the uh, Sun Valley uh, Silmar area called a Summit View that will be 49 units uh, for homeless veterans. So every veteran, or chronically homeless veterans, that, that is a veteran who's been homeless for more than a year. Wow. So it's a beautiful uh, housing complex. It's close to being finished. It will be finished in December. Um, and um, it's beautiful, so on top of a hill, and there will be on-site services, mm -hmm. and we'll be drawing uh, uh, from the Los Angeles, what they call the uh, coordinated entry system, of getting people that have been in the homeless system for a long time, and finally get, getting them housing and support that they need. That's great. And how is, how is that determined? Because you have, I mean, thousands, it seems like, of homeless people, and thousands of veterans that are homeless and living yeah. under freeways and in yeah. the bushes and how, yeah, Los, Los Angeles and Ventura <coughs> County have a similar system in Ventura County there are about 2,000 persons who are homeless mm -hmm. uh, they're all registered into a database Los Angeles very similar there's about 50,000 people wow. that were homeless and they look at the varying characteristics how long you've been homeless your health condition um, other factors your age and then from that, we will be referred people that, that they would consider the most vulnerable mm -hmm. uh, so, so that they are housed first. Okay. Yeah. But again, you have to also be a qualified veteran as well mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. for that particular property. Are the developments changing from what they were before? I mean, are the pro properties that you're building now different from what they were in the beginning? I think so. Like for us, we, we do mostly now new construction. We, mm -hmm. we build them from scratch. Before, we were often buying an existing apartment complex and renovating them. Mm -hmm. uh, so now our focus is mainly on the new construction because we can build them the way that we want uh, with a beautiful community center so we can provide services. 
the units themselves, uh, a, lot of hand, a lot more handicap accessible features. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes they're a little bit smaller, but they're in a way that um, they're easy for people that have disabilities, uh, hardwood floors, uh, different, different types of development styles. Mm -hmm. uh, but so they haven't changed, they changed a little bit. Uh, but they're, I think you had mentioned before, they're, they're generally very nice and uplifting, the color scheme, the way that they're laid out. Again, we're trying to make people feel really proud of where they live mm -hmm. and also in a, in a way that's accessible, that they can interact with their fellow uh, residents. Right. And this one has a playground. It's got community gardens. I mean, you can plant your own vegetable garden yeah, and there's right. like a barbecue area. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, we want the residents uh, to be engaged in the community, engaged at their property, barbecue, socialize, come down to the community center for the various programs and workshops that we have. Mm -hmm. We have offices, on-site staff. Uh, so these are things that we can build in if we're building them uh, from scratch. Right. It looks like you have computers too for kids after mm -hmm. school activities. Absolutely. You know, most of kids uh, work on computers now. Right. Homework is on computers. Right. Uh, especially this past year, doing a lot of Zoom things, mm -hmm. uh, remote learning, computer databases, uh, but also for the adults too, in terms of mm -hmm. job searches and benefit searches and other things. Right. Uh, this property is, uh, the, has free Wi-Fi. Oh, it does. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So we, we also donate lots of computers for the residents. Mm -hmm. Again, so they can feel connected and, and uh, kind of live in our modern society. Sure. How was how Mini Mansions impacted by COVID? Yeah, this has been a difficult year, um, and it certainly affected our residents quite a bit. Obviously, many mansions throughout our properties, we have over 350 school-aged children. Wow. And you know, not being able to go to school, right. um, they were doing a lot of remote learning through their school. Uh, but normally, we have children's programs, mm -hmm. so our programs are generally an after-school tutoring program or a summer camp program. So we've had to do a lot of that mm -hmm. also remotely uh, mm -hmm. through Zoom. Um, for our adults that were homeless or, or have disabilities, we usually have a case management program. Mm -hmm. Again, that's been done by remote. Gotcha. Same time though, we set up uh, through generous support of donors, a resident needs fund uh, that residents can draw on if they were short of money uh, for certain things uh, because they were impact of COVID. Mm -hmm. Our rents though are, are adjusted. So our, our residents, uh, all the, the rents were adjusted depending on uh, what they were earning. Mm -hmm. So they weren't too impacted by that in terms of rent or fear that they're going to lose their housing. But some did lose their jobs or were laid off for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. But because of the affordable housing, uh, they, were, they didn't fear um, returning to homelessness. Mm -hmm. So I think that's been good for them. Yeah, but it, it has been difficult on all of us, uh, including our residents. Absolutely. I hear that uh, you're getting into the, into the tiny house, tiny home business. A little bit, yeah, uh -huh. a little bit. You know, because so much of our housing is for people that are, are homeless. Uh, we are the largest permanent uh, supportive housing uh, organization in Ventura County, that is most of our units house uh, people that were formerly homeless. Um, we're kind of looking into ways that we can that help the existing homeless population. How do we get them off the streets as quickly as possible? So we've been investigating uh, tiny homes. Mm -hmm. uh, tiny homes, uh, the concept is 
there are companies, especially one out of Washington, that build very small little homes, mm -hmm. 64 square feet, 128 square feet, that can easily, easily be put up in vacant land, mm -hmm. parking lots, whatever, and that the people can e immediately come off the street and reside in that little tiny home on a temporary basis. Sure. But they're very comfortable. They have their own heating, they have their own air conditioning, beds. And then you, you develop a kind of community where there's bathroom facilities, there's, there's eating facilities, there's on-site case management uh, to assist them. Um, and this is a way that communities, instead of going through the enormous of expense of building a permanent emergency shelter, mm -hmm. they can put these things up uh, as needed uh, on a temporary basis. So we've been looking at that concept. We've been, we've been working you know, with the uh, city of Thousand Oaks and, and other communities to see if that's something like that can, can be established. Gotcha. I think there's a desire in Ventura County especially to try to get people off the streets as soon as possible. Mm -hmm. So when they're off the street, we can then look for the permanent housing for them. It's very difficult to put people into permanent housing when they're on the streets. Right. And um, we have lots of people that die mm -hmm. on the streets and they can't get the medical services that they need. We have a whole property that we're going to begin uh, construction on uh, next month, also in Los Angeles, that focuses on chronically homeless families, children that have been homeless for more than a year. Wow. We were actually approached by the Los Angeles School District because in that particular area in Sun Valley, um, I think over 40% of their children that go to school, in elementary school, have experienced homelessness in their life. 40%? 40%. At some point staggering. in their life, they've experienced homelessness. So they desperately want more housing to get the children and families more stable. Mm -hmm. um, get them off the street, get them into housing. Uh, very difficult, I would think, to go to school while you're homeless. Yeah, yeah. really can't focus or concentrate or yeah. learn. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And you've got a project going on in Fillmore. We do, yeah. Yeah, this isn't supportive housing. This is, this is just low-income housing for mm -hmm. families. Mm -hmm. um, it's going to be at 76 units. So it's mm -hmm. currently in construction. It won't be um, completed until March of next year. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is just for working families um, mm -hmm. that need more affordable housing. Mm -hmm. One-bedroom units, two-bedroom units, three-bedroom units. Uh, so we're pretty excited. This will be our first property in Fillmore. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's something that the city really is, has been very supportive of mm -hmm. uh, to help local families uh, meet those housing challenges. And the design looks beautiful. It, kind it of has is, that yeah. farm farmhouse theme. It, it is, yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. So again, we we're working with the library. We'll have a huge community center. I think we're working with the um, Fillmore Library System to actually really play an active role in the programs for the children there mm -hmm. and adults. So great. We're excited about that. Great. Yeah. Uh, so where would uh, where would folks go to find out more about Many mentions. Well, uh, they can certainly check our website, which mm -hmm. is www.manymansions.org. Mm -hmm. We have lots of information on our website, or Instagram, or our Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, our whole Facebook page really focuses a lot, of, or put, puts a lot of pictures of our developments that are currently in construction, or our programs, mm -hmm. uh, features some of our residents. 
We, lately, we've been featuring some of our scholarship award winners. Uh, Mini Mansions has a whole scholarship program. Mm -hmm. uh, this year, we're giving out, I believe, 25 scholarships to our resident youth that are going on to higher education. Wow. And the scholarships you know, range from $1,000 to $2,500 uh, per student. That's great. So we've been featuring uh, just some of their stories and, and a little bit about them. Mm -hmm. So Facebook website, anybody can give me a call or talk to our, if they're interested in volunteering, our volunteer program, our on-site, uh, our in-person volunteer program will begin again in uh, the fall. And we rely a lot on community volunteers to help us in our after-school tutoring program mm -hmm. um, or service projects, helping beautify the property or working right. in the office or in some right. of our fundraising. So we actually, normal years, we have several hundred volunteers oh, really? that volunteer at many mansions during oh, the course of the year. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Success stories, I read online that um, I mean, quite a few stories of folks that were homeless and, um, you know, getting, getting bachelor's degrees and, you sure. know, just kind of like the hardship of life, but, you know, kind yeah, of... Yeah, I, 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 our scholarship program actually is not for just the children graduating from high school to college. We've had a number of adults decide to go back to school or, or get some type of higher education or trade school. Mm -hmm. We actually have a couple people here at Ormond Beach uh, that are doing that or have done that, that have received their degrees. We have one person uh, get his culinary degree and he's now working as a, an assistant chef at, at, at a restaurant. Okay. We had a, a, a person just graduate from the University of San Diego, or University of California at San Diego. Really? who wrote this really nice letter to us saying that he was a child that lived all his life at many mansions. Mm -hmm. He came to the after-school program every, every year. He participated in our summer camp program every year. He was a scholarship award winner. He said he never would have gone to college without that scholarship. And he's graduating uh, the University of San Diego and he's going on to get his MBA in uh, finance. Wow. So, so do people then kind of if they get set in life, do they transfer out of many mansions into kind of the regular they housing do, stock? They do, they do, they uh, do. We've actually, this past year, 2020, has actually been a year, I think we've had the most households move out of many mansions because they were going to buy a home. Mm -hmm. But they were able to save money. Again, they're paying, a four, they're, they're paying rent. Right. Uh, they're paying generally between 30 and 40% and of their income toward the rent. But that gives them enough to save mm -hmm. so then they can actually think about buying a home or right. moving. Right. Um, but because someone's income rises, they're not, we don't kick them out. We, don't, we want no disincentive for someone to improve their life or to improve their income. Again, they may pay more toward the rent. Gotcha. Um, but um, once you've qualified for many mansions, you generally can stay there. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So you can stay there for indefinitely then. Right, right. But again, people do move. And we sure. actually had somebody also, one of the people that moved out this past year, they said, you know what, uh, our income has risen. And we actually want to give somebody, another family a chance mm -hmm. uh, to live here because it helped us so much that we think it's just right to move and give that someone else that opportunity. Unfortunately, we have a very long waiting list. Mm -hmm. We had to close our waiting list two years ago. It's still technically closed. 
because we had over 3,000 households. Really? A household could be one person or a family, but 3,000 households on our waiting list. And these are all households from Ventura County just looking for more affordable, better housing. Right. Um, 3,000 3, people or families waiting. Yes. That's yeah. incredible. Yeah, it's, it's, not all, it's, not, it's not necessarily all people that are homeless. Sure. It's just someone that wants to, to live with many mansions. Mm -hmm. So um, we think we may open the waiting list in, in a little bit, especially mm -hmm. for their, our two and three bedroom units mm -hmm. size. But we haven't done that yet. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, we just we're trying to build more housing. That's yep. really the only solution. Yep, I get it. Yeah, I mean, we have other projects. It's not just the Fillmore project that's under construction. We are close to maybe another year or so of three other projects in Ventura County that we hope to begin construction. One is in Oxnard, which is our central terrace project. Mm -hmm. There'll be 87 units, again, mostly supportive housing. We have one just outside of Camarillo, uh, which is actually for homeless seniors. Okay. 50 units for seniors who are homeless. Actually, our senior population is the, is the fastest growing homeless population. And then we, we're working with the Area Housing Authority on a project in Camarillo. Uh, that again, will just be for low-income families. Mm -hmm. So th that hopefully will start construction in, an, in a year or so. Okay. Where's Many Mansions headquartered? Our headquarters are in Thousand Oaks, mm -hmm. uh, right on Thousand Oaks Boulevard. Uh, we were actually founded, um, we're coming up on our 42nd anniversary. We're founded in August of 1979 oh, wow. in Thousand Oaks. Uh -huh. And it was really just a bunch of concerned citizens that came together and said, what can we do about the high cost of housing right. that existed in Thousand Oaks uh, back in 1979? Mm -hmm. So they got together and they decided to... Um, kind of pool their money together and, and, and give donations to help people pay rent. Mm -hmm. So that was our first program called the Adopt-A-Family program, where they would adopt a family and help pay part of their rent so they could stay in the housing that they were, that they were there. But then we realized that that wasn't very sustainable because the landlord just kept increasing their rent. Right. Uh, so we decided back in the mid-1980s uh, to begin to develop housing. Okay. But it was difficult and it was a slow process and uh, we didn't do too much for the first uh, 15, 20 years or so. Sure. Yeah. Well, that's an that's a interesting transformation to go from helping a few people pay their rent to building yeah. thousands of units. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, we're projected if all of our development projects uh, go forward, we will, help, we will double in size in the next four years. Wow, and really, yeah. in four years, yeah. that's incredible. And then continue to manage those and mm -hmm. keep them sustainable. And right, that's a great, great success story. Right. right. Yeah. Well, Rick Schrader, thank you so much for being a guest on this edition of Farm Talk. We uh, greatly appreciate you filling us in on what's happening with many mansions. Well, thank you very much, and thank you for inviting me. And this edition was brought to you by Escrow Hub and the Money Store. And uh, you could find us online, uh, Amazon, uh, Apple, iPlay, and uh, of course YouTube. And be sure to check in for the next edition of Farm Talk. <laughs>